Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Joywell Conversations. I'm your host, Chisara Asamoga, and on today's episode, I'm in conversation with Chichi Anyamu, who, after 10 plus years working in talent representation in New York, decided to, in the midst of a pandemic, launch her company, Chi Talent Management, where her clientele includes actors who have appeared on Broadway, in major studio films, and on TV network shows. We got to talking about the lack of melanin in the industry, what aspiring artists of any age can do right now to move them closer to their dreams, and of course, joy. But before we get into that, I just wanted to let you know that there's a great opportunity happening here at the Joywell on December 10th and 17th, a two-part interactive workshop experience for women of color using writing and some other artistic tools to excavate our joy. Tickets are on sale now through December 5th. You can purchase tickets on our Instagram page using the link in the bio, or you can go to livejoywell.eventbrite.com. And if you want a discount, use the code LIVEJOY20 for an additional 20% off. Space is limited, so sign up soon. All right. So you got your tea ready? Great. Let's enter into the joy well. Hello. Hey, hey, thanks How for having me. Oh my God, I'm yeah. so good. I'm so good. <laughs> I'm glad that we get to, to have this conversation, especially mm-hmm. given the period of space we're in right now. Yeah. Like there's this pandemic and yeah. we're all trying to create and be and grow as artists. Here you are managing artists and it's like, yeah. well, what's next? What's next? <laughs> How's it been? Um, It's been a very... You know, it's been a very trying time, to be quite honest. You know, I'm trying to learn that, like, work-life balance. Because I do feel like now, you know, we all make our own schedules. But at the same point with me, I'm launching my business. So most of my schedule has been revolved around my work. Yeah. But I also have to make sure that I, I take more time also for myself. Like I'm learning how to be better in terms of like self-care. Yes. Remember my friend asked me the other day, like, what are your hobbies outside of like entertainment? I'm just like, what are my hobbies? What do I like to do with my life? You know? Cause even now I'm just like, like what books am I reading? Like I'm reading a lot of scripts, but I'm not right. reading like, le- I'm not doing any leisure reading right now. Right. It's kind of sad, but. No, I yeah, feel you. So. I feel you. Somebody else asked yeah. me the same question and I was like, hobbies? Wait, you mean acting isn't a hobby? <laughs> like, 
um, um, okay, yes, I get that's work, yeah. but like, it's fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Basically. Like I'm not doing anything else. And then I and then I yeah. said baking because I made cinnamon rolls the other day. So I was yeah. like, okay, look, I baked. <laughs> you know? Oh my god. Self-care. It's yes, <laughs> the self-care is important. Yeah. I mean, especially, especially for us. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it's it's enough trauma. I'm not gonna say like life is all bad because life is good and bad. That's the facts mm -hmm. of life, right? But like yeah. at the same time, we just we just have to be asking ourselves what's bringing us joy, what's going to keep us calm, what's going to keep mm -hmm. us not powering through even, but going with the flow and just making sure that whatever our dreams are or whatever it is that we're trying to pursue in this moment, that we do it with care and that it's mm -hmm. on our path of freedom as opposed to what's going to tie us up and what's going to make us, you know, frustrated. Do the mm -hmm. thing that you love. So speaking of which, yeah, Chi talent, talent management, right? Yeah. Tell me about that. How did that come about? Like yeah, so I, well, I actually, the thing that happened actually after a while, I kind of started to outgrow my company. Right. But then COVID happened and, you know, I got let go. And, and oh. I do feel like, although I remember when I got that, that email, I was, I remember being upset. I was, I was angry. Oh. I, I remember I cried. I talked to my sister about it. And my sister made a joke about like, yes, do you have like one day to like feel sorry for yourself? But tomorrow, can we talk about how we're going to like start this company? I was like, oh, what? So my sister is like, she's always told me, like, between my sister, between people in the community, everyone has always told me that I just need to start my own company. Yeah. But like, I've kind of been yeah. scared. There's a comfort in getting a paycheck and, like, Thank you. you know, having an office to go to. And I'm, I'm, I don't like to actually work from home. Like, I like to do everything I, I do at the office and I come right. home, I can relax. Right. So it's like a whole new thing in terms of getting used to working from home and trying to stay focused. So it took me a while to be like, oh. I think I can do this, but also what, it's, what, what is it gonna look like? Cause the reality is I don't come from old money, you know, my right, right. parents, but they only have so much to give me. And my sister made a comment about like, hey, I have an extra money from this writer job. I'm, I'm happy to invest some money that oh, you don't wow. have to pay me back. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but the next step was doing a campaign. Mm -hmm. And originally I remember be, I was kind of scared. I was like, I don't want to ask them for money. I don't want people to know that I'm doing that. Like you had this whole thing in your mind about like, you don't want people to know when you're in like when you're having trouble. Yes. And I think especially as black women, yes. it's all about black girl magic. Yeah. Like we got it. We don't need anybody. Oh, no. We can do it. Yeah. We have four different jobs. Yeah. And what? Exactly. You know what I mean? But like I really had to humble myself and put myself out there and like, you know, post something on social media. Like I was had this whole thing about like, oh, I didn't want to post on social media because I don't want, you know, my, my clients on social media, people in the industry. I don't want them to be like, oh, this woman's asking for money and she's but like, no, everyone literally was excited. People were, people were happy to donate. People were happy to share. Oh my God. Like a lot of people in the industry really like had my back and came behind me. So I really appreciate it. Cause even with my campaign, I raised most of the money for my initial goal in literally less than a month. So it was very- Wow. Exciting. Listen, you, you just, you just inspired me because yeah. in this business, there's a lot of that. There's a lot of yeah. having to just ask for what you want. Mm -hmm. Like standing in the truth of this position that you're in and saying, look, I'm creating, you can be supportive in this, in this passion of mine or in this work of mine, however, so whatever it is, or, you know, and it's not until you do it or until you ask yeah. that you're giving people the opportunity. It's like when it's just in your head, you're not giving people the opportunity to show that they love and support 
you and whatever you're doing, that they'll mm -hmm. talk to friends or other family. And that's what yeah. I'm starting to realize. Like, don't, you know, don't assume mm -hmm. what the world is thinking or what exactly. your world is thinking about what you're doing. And, and yeah. so thank you for, for sharing that because that's so important. Yeah. And so you have an entire roster of people then. Yeah, I have a I have a, a handful of roster of actors that, that came to me from the company. And then I also recruited a few more actors. And the thing is, I'm learning to like not only put myself in that actor box, because right. the reality is like none of my clients are working right now. So yes. a lot of my clients are now becoming writers. So I've been reading a lot of scripts. Mm -hmm. I've been setting my my Chi-Chi notes. I call them my like I'm I'm a bit of a critic, I'm a nerd. So like <laughs> you better come correct or send me a script. So right. I'm sending all the feedback in the world. So I'm working on that. So I didn't think I would turn into like a literary manager, but I guess it's what I'm about to be, you know? Um, so I, I want to- Would you like to add another person to your roster? <clears throat> girl, I've been, I've been thinking about you for a long time. I'm, I'm waiting for you to get on the train, girl. I'm waiting for you to get on the train. Whenever, whenever you're ready, girl, let's have a meeting. Cause I've always been a fan of you. Since I, I think even when I first, first met you at the, um, was out of perils thing. Yes. I loved your energy. This is before I even knew my sister, like, I think we eventually made the connection with my sister. You have a great energy about you. So, oh, like, yeah. thank you. Thank let's you call, so girl. Let's, let's, let's make this money. Yes, right? Right? <laughs> let's make this and tell money. these stories. <laughs> tell these freaking stories. They are yeah. so important. My God. Yeah. Like, I cannot tell you, especially, and, and this is something I wanted to talk to you about, like yeah. just diversity, for lack of a better word, in the yeah. industry. Just being able to tell our stories. I remember when I saw your sister's play put up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And was just like, good grief. This is yeah. everything that we need. Yeah. We need yeah. more of this ish. Yeah. We need it. <laughs> you know, like yeah. it, there, there's not a, there's not enough of it. I, I want it to be get to such a point that whether it's theater or film, it's just the norm. It's mm -hmm. no longer the first one, two, the second one, two. It is like these stories are, it's every day. It's, mm -hmm. it's our experience. It's yeah. America. It's people living in America. And these stories need to be told. From where you're standing, from, or where, mm -hmm. from where you're sitting in the industry, what do, you think, what do you think it will take or what are some of the steps we or the industry needs to take to ensure that our stories get told? And what steps can we make, at, whether we're actors, managers, artists, whatever yeah. we want to define ourselves, to ensure that our stories get told? Well, the thing is, I, I feel like we just have to like be more fearless. I think a lot of times when I feel like with these theaters, like they're very much about like trying to make sure the board is happy, trying to make sure their subscribers are happy. Mm. Let's just like give it a shot and see what happens. You know, the same yeah. reason why like there hasn't been a lot of shows on Broadway because people are scared and they don't want to take a chance on new work because of course, you know, the reality is people are trying to make money. That's great. But yes. like, you're not really going to know if it's going to bomb until you actually do it. Like give us a chance, give our art a chance. Like you want to see us sing and dance, but like, can we get a regular play? Can you get us, can you, can you see us? Cause there's a lot of like, Oh, girl, I see a lot of theater. So yes. like, there's a lot of bad stuff. Yes. A lot of bad stuff that makes it Broadway. And it's like, can we have our bomb too? Cause you guys have a lot of bombs, right? Mm -hmm. yep. So like we can't be mediocre too. Yep. Um. So with that said, I just think there needs to be a certain level of like fearlessness. Like I remember yeah. even when I first graduated school, I was talking mm -hmm. to the um, artistic director of uh, Pasadena Playhouse, his name is yeah. And the fact that like the person who was hiring me, her name is Laura Stanzik. She gave me my first yeah job out of college, mm -hmm. she took a chance. And she said specifically, she really wanted to have a person of color and she wow. also wanted to have a female. 
So wow. we need people who have to come and tell tell in terms of like, let me start with like these internship and educational programs of like, let's try to invest in minority talent. Yes. Let's try to invest in females and you know, not just the white males. So right. it takes us like trying to give opportunities to people who don't look like us. I think mm-hmm. it starts with that. It starts actually with the hiring process starts with, you know, what you think also, you know, I also think what the world is like, I feel like seeing theater is like, it's a reflection of the world. Like, don't you want to yes. see a reflection of what reality is? Like, yes. reality is not only white. Like, yeah. in New York. I'm just like, yeah. really? Especially in New York. Yeah, Especially I'm just like, you know better. Can we just like reflect the world? Yes. Like, maybe it's the world like, like, maybe you wish it was this again. I'm sorry. Right. I, know you, I know you want the good old days with only white people around. Right. Like, we were in the back, not saying anything. Thank you. But, like, no, like we talk, we're loud. Yes. We have a lot of lives, but like, yes. this is kind of, Give us an opportunity, you know? But with that said, mm-hmm. let's also not wait for white folk to give us opportunity. Let's actually create our own opportunities. And let's also support the people who've been doing it for years. Like I told people yeah. about like, people haven't heard of National Black Theater. People haven't went to the Billy Holiday Theater in Brooklyn. Right. Some of these people don't even know who Camilla Forbes is. She's at the, she's at the Apollo now. Right, she's, right. She used to have the hip hop um, uh, theater festival. So make sure you're also doing your research in terms of like these black institutions there? that we need to get yeah. behind. Because no, you guys are waiting on white people, but like there are black people who have been doing it for years. Like when I first came to New York, like I used to, I used to volunteer with the New Federal Theater. I was like an usher. Really? I wanted to see black theater for free, so I was an yeah. usher. Every now and then, I still usher. Actually, I'd be like, Woody, you need, you need to usher. Right. I still usher for them because like I want to see theater for free. So I'm like, I'll do, I'll do an usher thing yeah. maybe for like an hour so I can see right. some support, see theater. So like, there's so many ways for us to see our stories, but like it's sad because we're putting that on the pedestal because that's. That's supposed to be the yeah. highest level, but like, yeah. if we got the proper funding, like, why can't we be the highest level? Why can't Thank we you. have like Viola Davis at National Black Theater or right. Apollo Theater or Billie Holiday? Right. You know, even with some of the directors, like Kenny Leon, like, mm-hmm. I would love to see Kenny Leon at some of these black institutions. Yes. Or can he only just do Broadway? So it just kind of bothers me that it's like, there's so many of us that have power and money that like, can we just have like a pool system? Can you yes. all just put money in a pool and like get a theater? Cause like we're gonna be waiting for a long time if we're waiting for them to get something. My friends were talking, we were yeah. talking about this just two weeks ago. It's like maybe there should be some endowment or something. No, <laughs> like, seriously. You know? Just like, no offense to slave play. Like I actually thought it was a, it was an interesting play, but yeah. like that's not the best we got. Like I, no. I see a lot of off-Broadway, I see right. things at National Black Theater, like right. there's so much better out there. There's, there's so some much really better good there. stuff out there. Oh, what yeah. was the I'm trying to remember the play. This was just before the pandemic shut like everything down. Um, Gosh, I cannot remember it, but I loved it. I just loved Mm -hmm. it because it was us telling a story. It was a multi-generational story, Mm -hmm. um, a family that had just been, my gosh, I feel, I feel bad that I can't remember the name of this because I even remember what theater was that. Um, Shoot. I cannot remember. I cannot remember anything before March uh, 13th, actually. It's all blur. I can't. That was a whole new world. We're, we're, we're now in an alternate universe right now. Exactly. This is the new world. Anything before March didn't matter, actually, apparently. Right. Everyone's just like, it doesn't matter anything. You're like, everything that matters is what's happening now. I was like, yes. Yeah. It's exactly. A, it's That's it. But anyway, yeah. the point was that it was it was a great story to be so mm-hmm. told, a good play. And mm-hmm. I like solid. We don't have to be spectacular. We yeah. just need our stories to be told, you know? And, exactly. and, and so I completely agree with you in yeah. terms of what what needs to be done. That being said, you have, you have artists who are potentially listening to this podcast who are, okay, mm-hmm. and 
want to get into the industry. Maybe this moment in time has caused a shift and they're mm -hmm. like, wait a second, I want to find more joy in my life. I want to do something that I'm passionate about and go into this, mm -hmm. this field. Knowing yeah. that we are where we are right now, especially here in New York where everything is still yeah. black or, or has gone black. Um, what would, what are yeah. three things you would tell an, an artist coming up, an actor, somebody who specifically wants to do theater and mm -hmm. or film, they film or TV, but specifically mm -hmm. theater? Well, I, I also feel like the same way that like doctors and lawyers and all these, you know, other professions have to yeah. go to school for a year, for years to, to master their craft. I think we should also just be doing homework right now. Like for instance, if you want to be a theater artist, like research who is creating the work yeah. that you want to be in. Like who are the playwrights that you should know about? Who are the directors? Who are the theater institutions? Who are the leaders in the community? And also like, I love social media because social media gives us access to people that we normally wouldn't have access to. So feel free to stop right. people on social media. I would tell people like, stop right. me on Instagram. Sure, I may have to uh, approve your ad, but like find out who's yeah. actually doing what exactly. you want to do and feel free to say hi and reach out to them. They may respond, they may not, you know, some people are, you know, are kind of yeah. worried about like, don't ask me to be a mentor because, you know, what do you have to offer me? Blah, blah, blah. So I'm just like, no, reach out to people. I think if I, think if I knew what I knew now, like I would have looked to find yeah. a mentor. Like I felt like I was so nervous to reach out to. I was so shy when I first came to New York because I'm like, I don't want people to feel like I'm bothering them. But like, no, bother people. Just say hi. Like one actor, like I let him know like, hey, you know, I don't think you're a right fit for me. But he's like, hey, can I just have 15 minutes just to kind of talk to you about the industry? Like, sure, let's have 15 minutes so, yeah. to talk about, you know, I can't, I can't bring you right. on, I can talk to you. Right. <laughs> you know, so there's things like that. Like you never know in terms of like who's available at least yes. for conversation. Um, I know some people don't necessarily have the same, you know, some people don't, you know, you can't email them or call them that you can't be bothered. By the same point, it doesn't hurt right. you to just reach out and see how you connect with people. Watch every television show that makes sense for you. Like I had a client that was, uh, I felt bad, but client was uh, auditioning for um, Chicago uh, Fire. So <sighs> she kind of comes from a, Improv, mm, okay. Oh, background. so very different. And she was just doing, she was, she was doing a lot. And I told him, it's like, it's very important that you do your, like, do you, have you yeah. watched a show before? Like, oh no, but the, like, yes. you gotta do your homework. Yes. You gotta do your homework so you can understand the tone yes. of the show. It's not slapstick, it's procedural. It's very right. matter of fact. The comedy is right <laughs> exactly. You don't, you do no not slapstick. play up anything in any of those Chicago's, Law and Orders. There's no time for slapstick. Like there's no, that's not what it is. It's yeah. very matter of fact. It might be a funny line, but you don't have to do right. to make it funny. You just gotta right. you know, I'm saying it. You know, so certain things so, like that, like so watch those shows, like all these things that you're a fan of, see who are the mm -hmm. writers behind the shows. Like I always look for who, whoever the, the credit is. I remember when um, yeah. Carrie Washington, like she directed my favorite uh, episode of the season of Insecure. I'm like, I was right, like, right, 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 right. You're like, wait, what? <laughs> she killed it. I was the yes. images, like. It was also a very great, um, I believe the writer was, her name was Grace. There's two writers, I think, of that, of that episode. Right. Grace is one of the writers. And I like to look, to see, Same. like, oh, this is a great Same. episode. Who wrote it? Same, yeah. Who directed this? So these are little things that you could be doing in terms of, like, follow who yeah. are the writers on these shows. Because you also start to see, like, exactly. a trend. You know, you get to see, like, oh, certain directors are on mm -hmm. this show. Or they work with this people. Well, that, that actually network. goes to your previous points about, like, just, you know, DM, yeah. sliding into somebody's DMs, you know, talking to them and whatnot. Yeah. Even if they're like, no. And they might take you for five minutes. They might talk to you for five minutes. You never know. That five-minute yeah. conversation could spark something in yeah. your mind that leads you to somewhere else that gets you the opportunity that you were looking for. Or that person remembers you. It might be a year. It might be a week or a exactly. day. Remembers you and says, hey, 
and uh, you know, offers you an opportunity or says, speak to this person because they have something that might work for you. And there, there's a lot of synchronicity yeah. in this, in life in general, but I find it in this, mm -hmm. in this industry a lot more. The last, um, how many years have I been in this now? Well, the last couple of years, like literally, whether through schooling, yeah. through training, and even afterwards, it's like, you just meet these people randomly and all of a sudden it's like wait but that was the guy who did and that and then all of a sudden it comes back yeah, to you yeah. and like you've it's got these opportunities in. and people yeah. are you know reaching out and whatnot it's amazing mm -hmm. it's amazing yeah. it is beautiful like yeah. the one thing i love about being here in new york is literally community and how like you know you yeah. you can just you find people you learn and they and and it just keeps growing and growing and i'm not saying other places don't have that but here, it's a little yeah. easy. Not like us. <laughs> it's just, yeah, it's a, it's a whole different world. And I love that. I love that about here. Yeah. Imposter syndrome. Have, have, you, ever, mm -hmm. have you ever felt that? Yeah. Like, even when, this is terrible. But, okay, so when I started yeah. in casting, well, one experience kind of mm. traumatized me a little bit. So, basically, you know how you have, there's something called equity yes. principle calls. Yep. So, equity principle calls not every cast director or artistic head wants to be there. Yeah. They have to do it because it's basically an opportunity to see right. new actors. So it's not, you know, if you're not represented by a top agent or manager, people still want to get seen. They still yeah. want opportunities. So it's actually something that's supposed to serve the actors. But sometimes people don't have to, they don't want yeah. to have to go to it. So yes. I'm not going to name her name, but a cast director sent me to an EPA and the monitor looked me up and down. Mind you, I think I was 21 at the time. And, you know, Black folk in general, yes. we look good for a lot. I probably look yes. like a teenager. No, you probably yeah, did. <laughs> like, no. who's the 13-year-old so, coming in here? Uh, bushy-tailed. Right. And they look my mom down and just like, who are you? I was like, oh, I'm here for the um, for the, the thing casting. I'm, I'm, with, I'm part of casting. And I was like, are you a casting director? Like, no, no, I'm, I'm the casting intern. Da, 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 da. And this, the monitor was furious. Yes. You know how people get crazy with power? Because monitors yes. are like, you're like the gatekeeper. Who are you? Like, what who do you are want? you? <laughs> and here's the other and the, the irony of it when I look back at it now, I'm just like, I could have been the cast director. I wasn't like just because yes. I was young, because I yeah. was a color. Like, I, I wish I had the um, confidence mm. that I have now because I knew I didn't yes, have to like, yes, exactly. I'm the cast That's all you need to know. Like, I didn't have to say I was, I didn't have to yeah. shrink and like, should yeah. I, am I supposed to be here? But I remember he, the, the monitor actually had called and reported me saying, like, why is your, trying to be rude, like, why is your daughter here? Like, you need to be here. Da, 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 da. You're not allowed. This is oh, illegal. And she got in trouble. Serious? She got in trouble. So she still didn't attend. They actually just brought, like, I think there was like an artistic uh, producer of the theater company. Right. They, they brought so they could have someone. But because before it was like just me. It's like, who are you that has no power? Huh? You know, so it was deep. So that's one of those no. traumatizing things like, yeah, I didn't right. belong there. But even as I got more like um, when I worked at like TV right. cast directors, um, like I worked as an assistant, mm -hmm. stuff like that. I remember people would see me and they think I would be, an, I was an actress, you know, like they didn't believe that I was in casting. Like, so I remember even working in the casting field because people weren't actually used to seeing mm. black cast directors. Yeah. It was kind of like, am I supposed to be here? Like, yeah. it feels like people look at me like I'm crazy. Yeah. I'm supposed to be here. Like, they like almost get distracted when they see someone of color, like, oh, they never it see happens them in before, medicine, you know? Too. And even as uh, in management, <laughs> Yes. Same thing with management, you know, I still, you know, I'm, I'm in 30, right. 36 now, but I go into certain spaces and they'd be like, wait, you're a manager? Like, How did you do that? Manage? Yeah. You know, so I, you know, and the sad part is also like, I feel like there's this like, 
constantly need to try yes. to prove myself sometimes because I think because I'm a woman of color, because like yeah. I'm under 40 and you know, yeah. look younger, it's like the certain, you have to establish yeah. certain credibility. But it's like, why can't you, because you see that there's a 25 year old that's like running offices and you're okay with that white 25 year old, but like Thank you of color that like, you can't, you get used to that. So that's yeah. that bothers me about yeah. history too, you know, like when it's a white person, like, and they're young, they can, they get it, but like, oh, you're exactly, who are you? you know, so that's something that I'm constantly, honestly battling with, you know, but it's funny mm -hmm. too, with my clients, it's, it's, it's like the opposite. Like, I think my clients love that I'm a woman of color, love that I'm a woman of a certain age, love that they can like connect with yes. me on a, on a yes. human level. So I think my, my clients are, gra they gravitate towards me because of like what I look like. You which, know? Is which is great. Freaking yeah. phenomenal. Which I, and I love, yeah. I know, I know um, that happens in medicine a lot. We will look for practitioners mm -hmm. who look like us because we know that mm -hmm. on some level they get it. Where are the pipelines? Because mm -hmm. in medicine, there are these pipelines where people like get to go to these mm -hmm. programs in undergrad, and then they get to these programs in medical school that sort of feeds them into medicine. We still only make 2% of all physicians in the world, right? But I was looking for those mm -hmm. same pipelines in the industry, and maybe they don't exist, but these spaces. There needs to be more, I think it's like, un, it's like hidden. Mm. Like this is why people, the Illuminati exists because <laughs> Is that like ah! the black elite? No, seriously, there's literally like the black elite who have kind of quote unquote made it. They help each other out. Yes. They connect each other. Yeah, like this hidden network that no one talks about. When you once you get to a certain level of your career, you're gonna be more tapped in. Right. But in terms of what I like to do, because I was someone that like I didn't have a network when I first came to New York. I didn't know a lot of people, so I kind of just created my own network. So I'm, I I use social media as my as my way to connect to the community, mm. connect to people. So I created this network called the NYC Black um, Artist Network. It has over like 16,000 people and we post events mm -hmm. and auditions mm -hmm. and we share resources. And that has been like a, a way to also like, especially when you're first coming to New York, right. how can I connect with other artists? Check out what's going on the newsfeed. Like people, people have found jobs, had, you know, some people found their baby's mama on that network. You never know who you're gonna meet. So I created this network to really find a way to connect people. Yes. It's really like Google is a beautiful thing. Like literally when you come to New York, just Google like artist network and eventually you're gonna find your tribe. Yeah. I will say when some people are new, they're kind of like, I don't, I need to find community, but like, just make it. You just gotta make it. That is so true. And make sure it's organic. Yeah. Like I, I feel bad. I had, used to have this one, I can't even really call them friends because I'm not really a friend anymore. <laughs> but they were just so like thirsty. Like I would invite him to like every party. Right. And he's like, Da, 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 da. here's my card, here's my card. I'm like, why don't you make it like an actual right. connection first? Like, right. it doesn't have to be about your card. 
just talk to people. Yes. For some people you don't even, just try to like relate to folks, you know? Cause I think even before I, I was like, I used to give him my card all the time, uh-huh. but unfortunately I had a really bad story that like one guy was like stalking me that like, oh, I need to actually change my number because yeah. you're crazy. And like, yeah. you're not actually in the industry. You're trying to get a date and you're trying to get laid. You know what I mean? So you also have to be careful who you give your card to. Make sure you're connected, get to know them first before you like yes. exchange information. Like we have social media now. It's like a buffer. Right. It is a buffer. But until you get to know Oof. someone, like be careful who you pass on. Because folks be sliding like, into your DM like, saying some crazy ish. Yeah. Crazy. And you're like, now I just delete. I used to like entertain myself. I'm like, no, no I gotta, you just got to delete it. Okay. Exactly. Yeah, I got to delete. Because if I find out where you live one day, and like, yeah, exactly. yeah, be careful. So with that said, you look, look for making like authentic, you know, connection yeah. with people. Right? I agree. I agree. I'm more that organic person. I, I mean, I shy, I know I need to work on my sort of networking skills. Like most people will be yeah. like, no, she's sorry, you know how to network. We've seen you do it. I'm like, yeah, but I prefer like the house party. (laughs) Yeah, the house party thing's chill. You know, it's like bougie, (laughs) bound. I'm so proud of you though for the only night party of um, uh, the one show. Oh, um, uh, Soldier's Play. Soldier's Play, yeah. So I was very proud of you. We had fun. We had so much fun. Yeah. But I hung in there. I was excited about our picture with Jerry O'Connell. Yes. I picture with Jerry yes, O'Connell. I still have that picture. Yeah. <laughs> it was good. It was It was a good night. Yes. I like things like that every now and then. Exactly. Those, are, those are fun events. And you meet new people. Exactly. So cool. No, it was good. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's right. That was such a good night. Yeah. So what brings you joy? I think, I don't know. I feel like working in the industry. Mm-hmm. I feel like the industry... It's something that brings me joy. This is why I'm, that's what, always what I've been passionate about since when I, I was in elementary school. Like I used to be very shy and like it really kind of helped me come out of my shell because I literally like some of my high school students, my sorry, my high school teachers would be like, Chichi, you never used to talk in class. But like when we saw you like on stage mm. or in your element, like you just came to life, yeah. you know? So I just feel like the, the entertainment industry brings me joy. This like passion for the arts. I love that. Um, and then also my family is definitely mm. like, anytime I go home, I feel like, Oh, I can actually get like a good night's rest when I go home. Girl. No one's in New York, but like I sleep and I sleep. But there's something about when you go home yes. and like your old bed yes. and then and then your alarm clock is like, you know, plantain, <laughs> the smell of the smell yes. of plantain, the smell of Maggie, exactly. Maggie eggs, scrambled eggs. Exactly. Come on. And then the oval team, yes. like I, it's a beautiful thing. I'm just like, ugh. I'm like, my parents need to be around as long as possible. It's true. It's so beautiful. It's like the little things you appreciate more. Like, exactly. I remember when I went home a month ago, I was like, I should have been home, like, right after, as soon as COVID hit, I should have, like, left. Because I would have been a right. much better headspace right. if I would have just left. See, I, yeah. I had threatened my mom that I would drive to L.A. Yeah, uh, oh my god. Right? Gosh. Because I'm like, I'm not getting in a plane. And I know people are getting in yeah. planes. I know this. Yeah. I have friends who are getting in planes. <laughs> but I'm just yeah. like, I don't want to get on a plane. I don't want to get on yeah. a plane. Aww. You know, not right now. But you know, I mean yeah. there's FaceTime in the meantime. So that's 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 how I get my that's how I get my fix. In terms of our careers, especially as black women, mm-hmm. and maybe even as first gen women. Yeah. Nigerian parents, West African parents, like Oh, any parent that is not really Western, yeah. <laughs> you want to be the doctor, lawyer, engineer, right? Nurse, yeah. you know, something, professor even, make sure you have a PhD. <laughs> and, and having a career that brings you joy yeah. is huge, yeah. especially if your joy, and I, I think it takes a lot of courage for a young person, a young woman to be like, 
I am interested in the arts, yeah. whether it's painting or it's a, a conceptual artist or it's a performing yeah. artist. To say that and be like, because it brings me joy and go full steam ahead into it, despite what everybody else might be telling you. Yeah. And I say that just having lived many lives and many careers yeah. mm -hmm. and now I get to be me and to have more of that joy. Yeah. Okay, so lightning round. Oh. <laughs> Favorite play of all time. Oh my gosh, this is a hard yes. lightning round. Um, <laughs> I love Ruined. Ruined was uh, the, the play that like changed my life. I'm just like, whoo. Yeah, that's one of those shows. That just like it, it will always uh, until I'm like in my sixties. I always remember that show when I first saw that show. Favorite musical? Oh my god, so many good ones. Uh, I'm a nerd. So once those island had a special place in my heart. I did it in high school. I remember I cried because I went to a suburban, dominantly white high school, and for uh -huh. them to do a show that was technically considered black, black, I yes. was so. I finally felt seen. I finally felt like, oh, I get to actually showcase wow. what I can do. And it felt oh. like, even though it was technically like Caribbean elements, it felt very yes. African to me. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, finally something of the culture. So once yes. I will always have a special place in my heart. I love me so much. Once on this side. Yeah. One small girl. Yeah. I heard it's gonna be made into um, a film. Jocelyn's gonna write it. It's gonna be made for TV film. Are you serious? Yeah, Disney Plus is doing it. So Jocelyn's doing the, 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 the screenplay, yeah. Yeah. It's gonna be amazing. That's gonna be it's good. It's gonna be, my oh, that is one of my favorite musicals. Yes, of, yeah. Don't mess of it up though. Don't mess it up, people. <laughs> <laughs> do it justice. Don't do kind of do funny casting stuff. I don't want to see any funniness. Right. Just, funniness. You know, keep it simple. Actually, yeah. just keep it simple. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's all we need. Exactly. Oh my God. Okay, yeah. I know you said that you haven't been reading a lot of books. But is there a book that comes to mind that's like your favorite? Like oh, you know what? The, so I didn't finish it, but uh, I started reading uh, Elaine. What's her last name? Is it Wernoff? She was a former uh, Teen Vogue editor in chief. Wow. Um, so she has a, a book called um, Enough. I am enough, and it's something I like. Started reading because I remember when I was thinking about launching my company, I felt like insecure about. It. I was like, Am I enough? Are people gonna know who I am? Like. What am I gonna have to offer? There's so many so much competition, yes. but like yes. no, like I work hard, I, I hustle for my clients. Of course, I'm gonna kill it, you know. And yes. it's not my job to compare myself to who's like. Let me just focus on what I do and not focus on what other people are doing on the side. Like when you right. focus on other folks, you don't get paid for thinking about exactly. Because I'm not thinking about you. I'm not like why am I thinking? You're not thinking about me. Let me just do my thing, you know. So they're not thinking about me. Let me. Why am I thinking about them? So yeah, I am enough. Look up I Am Enough, it's really great. Yes. I need to finish it though too. <laughs> I'm on chapter five, I think. <laughs> yeah. No, that's awesome. Okay, what would the title of a play about your life be called? Oh my gosh. Oh my God, that's a hard one. Mm. I don't know why, for some reason, schizophrenic keeps on like coming in my mind. I'm not sure why. But I just feel like I, I just did so many different, like even when I was coming up, I was like, I did acting, I did stage management at one point, I did casting. Wow. I just do so many different things. Yes. Actually, Tasmanian Devil might be it, because I feel like I'm <laughs> everywhere. I'm like, I'm a mover and shaker. Like I'm going from one place to the other. Yes. Um, oh no, Tasmania, Tasmania. Tasmania. Tasmania, that's what it Tasmania. is. Tasmania. Yeah, because like okay. I am, yeah, I'm a whirlwind. I love it. I do the most, I do the most. <laughs> Okay, so 
the joy well is a play on words. So you'll see the joy, the plus sign and the well. And some people think, oh, that's joy and wellness. Actually, it's the joy well, because I think that there's a well within us that we can always draw from, yeah. you know, in terms of our joy. And so my question to you is, how do you feel your joy well? Especially in times like this. I think the thing that I've been, I've been, I'm late to the game in terms of like um, food and wellness, mm -hmm. but I did go on a, I don't know what I was doing. I was like cooking, oh, no. I was making cakes and bread and cookies <laughs> and brownie. I was just going crazy. So, and it was all comfort. You were like going, you were driving around town or something. Like, yeah. Yes. I, would, I would like, I would do drop offs too. I'm like, oh, let me yes. drop some cakes. Let me drop <laughs> but like, that's not good, you know? So I'm now like, I did this thing called hypnotherapy. Yes. It was two and a half yes. hours. And they kind of basically talked about all these things that I do in terms of like comfort and escaping certain memories. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and there's so many things that like, it's connected to the food. So everything that I put yes. in my body, if my mm -hmm. body is my wells, my temple, why am I putting crap in my body? Yes. You know? So I was putting crap because I was either going through stress, I was going through depression, you know, mm -hmm. I, I wanted to feel some type of comfort. And when you're eating yes. food, ironically, that's bad for you, you get that for a little bit, but then afterwards I feel like crap or I'm looking in the mirror, I'm just like, I look what horrible. I was, I was looking in the mirror, like, why can't I fit any of my clothes? Like, right. whole, like a uh, summer cleaning thing and I got out all my clothes, like, I can't fit any of my clothes from last summer. That's, that's a problem. You know, so I am now trying to feed my well with like nutrients and healthy things. And nice. if I am going to have that, you know, I call it cheat days. Like I have that mm -hmm. cheat day, you know, that'll be a cheat day, but I'm yeah. not going to like, you know, overeat or binge. I would like right. binge eat cookies for yeah. no reason. Like, well, I mean, 12 o'clock at night. Cookies. Girl. You know, no, so, I'm, right. so now I'm making, you know, my, my snack now is like dry, the dry mango. It was like dried mango trees. From Trader Joe's. Like Trader Joe's. Yes. So yes, good. girl. Some almonds. That's that's, yes. that's that's literally that's my late night snack. Yeah. So with that said, like that's what I'm doing to, to feed my well because I'm also starting to feel more better about myself and I'm also starting yes. to feel, have more energy. Yes. Sometimes like you get caught up in this like when I'm working hard like I'm I, I'm kind of drowsy and tired because I also wasn't yeah. eating well. So that no, the main true. important thing was like really trying to like do better with my with my food. Yeah. So I have a stationary bike I got set up. I got a little jam girl. It's, it's, it's a thing. What? Right now. I got a little punching man on the side. When I'm frustrated, I'm just like, ugh, ugh, damn you. That's what I need, a punching bag, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> it's such a great way. I also start, like, I try to, I actually will, like, yell stuff, and I just start busting out. That makes me feel better. Like, if I'm ever frustrated, yes. I'm just going on the punching man. And then it's oh. like, oh, I'm, I'm, I feel much better. I, I'm coming I'm, over. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, I got some gloves, girl. I'll put a little spray in my gloves. I'm going to use my gloves and stuff like that. With a little wrap. And then also, I just started journaling, too, because I'm... Nice. I, unlike you, who's a writer, <laughs> I hate to write, you know? Like, I, really? I'm not... And I also started uh, taking therapy as well, like, teaching you to journal. Good. Like, you got Good. a lot of things in your head. Like, yes. Because sometimes I also, I'll stay up awake because I'm just thinking about all these things I have to do. I'm yeah. like, I just got to journal it. I got to write it down. So, like, I started exactly. journaling. Um, I started reading the Bible again, which is really important. Wow. So I'm looking to connect more with my spirituality. And, and right. also, I also had a lot of trauma. I noticed even with my hypnotherapy session, I had some trauma growing up in the church. You know, sometimes I would feel like people are looking at us like, who are these crazy, you know, who are these crazy people that I don't know? Like, we get like all these terrible stares when we walk into our church. Yes. Dominantly white. I would go to Sunday yes. school. I remember people being like, oh, you're black. You're ugly. Like, 
there's so many things that happened to me that like, I didn't even think oh. about that like, this all happened in church, in Sunday school. Church, yes, Sunday in school. Sunday school. Wow. I'm like, shouldn't we go to church and feel like loved by the Lord and we're just to be better people? Like, how can people be you racist think. and then believe in this like, God, Thank you. you guys are not, you know, you're not doing, you know, the Lord's teachings, you know? Right. So there's so many things that like, I feel like certain religions, it's a lot of contradictions. Exactly. I'm trying not to get caught up in the contradictions. I'm just trying to be a better person, but right. know, I really want to renew my faith. Yeah. That's something that's important right now in terms of having faith and connecting some type of right. like spiritual being and something higher than yourself. You know? Yourself. Um, Is that part of your spiritual practice then? Would you say those things that you've said, the feeding your well with mm -hmm. stuff that is working for your health? Yeah. Um, you know, reading your Bible and, mm -hmm. and just and and just thinking of what brings you joy and all those kinds of things. That's part of your spiritual practice. Exactly. Yeah. 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 That's beautiful. I mean, I I think. I think all of us need to have some sort of practice mm -hmm. to help us, to ground us, especially during these times, especially yeah. during these times. When you were talking about, you know, the binging and, and, and whatnot, I can completely relate. Mm -hmm. Like I've had to look at how food had um, been my escape, mm -hmm. my escape. And, and nobody will not most people will look at me and say like, oh, you're, you're overweight or you're obese or anything like that. That's not the issue. Mm -hmm. What I look like isn't the issue. It's yeah. what I'm doing. It's yeah. the act. Why are you doing that? What are you trying to numb yourself from? Mm -hmm. What are you trying to escape from? What trauma? What do you need to go into so that, or deal with, so that you're not doing that act anymore? How can yeah. you change that habit mm -hmm. and, and be in a, in a freer space? Yes. Yeah. For whatever reason, those habits bind you. Yeah. Like for a second, you feel better, like you said. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, yep. no more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I ate a whole bag of chips the other day and, and I called yeah. my friend and I, said, I, I, I watched myself doing it. Wow. And when I say bag, I mean bag. A big bag, like, yeah. Bag. Oh, I watched girl. myself doing it. Yeah. But I knew why. It's because I was in class, um, acting class, and I, mm -hmm. there was a particularly tough. Um, scene that we're doing or a character that I'm playing. Yeah. And I guess I, I didn't come out of it enough. Yeah. So then I felt a bit of trauma and I was like, I'm just going to eat my chips. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and it's like, but I saw myself doing it and I was like, okay, at least now I'm aware. Yeah. What do I need to do? Now I need mm -hmm. to change the action. So it's yeah. just, it's just being more aware. I think. Yeah. Is, is I think that's the thing also why I, I highly recommend therapy. I don't know why it took me three yes. years to do, to do therapy, but like Girl, my whole outlook is life is so different. Like <laughs> society will tell you you ain't crazy you know yeah and i post something about therapy on social media my mom was so upset she's like why are you telling people that then like Girl. i don't care about people. the people that you're worried about they're not worried Thank about you. us why am i worried yes. about them yes exactly they, they are matter. so concerned like is everything okay with them they can call me they got my number mom Thank if you. anyone that you're talking about that you're Thank concerned you. about they got my number they can check in on me see how i'm doing exactly so exactly yeah but this whole thing about like keeping appearances like i'm I'm so done with that whole keeping appearances nonsense. Like, I love the fact that I finally found my voice because I'm not sure how your upbringing was, but like, mm -hmm. like you know how like children are just kind of no, not no heard. voice. Exactly. I, I barely could speak because no wonder I would go into school and like not be as vocal because it's also about like respecting the teacher and like like I I almost Extra felt elders. like not as like yeah you know, confident in my voice yeah growing up because of how I was raised. Mm -hmm. You know, it took me a while to actually speak up. You know, I remember yes. my, my mom said something angry. I'm like. Mom, can you do me a favor and like not talk about like black Americans like that? Because like 
when people right. pulls over, they're, they're not going to say Nigeria. Like, they're going to say black. No, 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 so please exactly. stop talking trash about, like, I always have to call her out. Back in the day, your parents would say something, and you you were scared you could get, like, smacked or whipped. Like, nope, you're, I'm too grown to be, to be smacked now. So now I'm going to tell you how I really feel, you know? Exactly. And time, now that I have to call up my, my mom, my dad, also my uncles, too. Like, I had a deep conversation <laughs> with my uncle about, like, just trying to hold him accountable for his actions. I'm just like, why right. are you, you are not the uncle that like, I remember when I was 12 years old, why are you acting exactly. out like this family? So things like that, that like, I, I'm just being more vocal about That's that kind good. of stuff, you know, just calling things That's, out. It's so, yeah. it's so important for us yeah. to own our voices, to own our stories, to own our yeah. truth, because if we don't speak it, mm -hmm. To me, it, it, it collects in our muscles. Yeah. It collects in our bones. Yeah. It holds us. Yeah. It, it, it makes us, um, we're, we're not as flexible. We're not as agile. We can't move through the world freely. Yeah. <laughs> we're bound. And the yeah. last thing we need to have bound is our voice. Exactly. Literally, that makes our presence known. And the we, sad we part is, here. too, like, some people will take it well and some people won't. I remember I was on a conversation with the, um, someone in the community, one of my, I, I guess one of my friends, I'll say a friend or acquaintance, sometimes in this industry, you're trying to figure out who are your actual friends and who are your acquaintances, you know, who are your colleagues. So I remember there was a comment about like, you know, you need to do this and you need to do that. Da, 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 da. I was like, actually, I can do whatever I want because right now it's a pandemic. So whatever I have time to do and respond to, I'll do it. Like, it's not my job to acknowledge every single person yes. that like comments on something or that like, there was a thing about like likes. You know, people comment, there's like this extra pressure, like, oh, I had to like everything that, sometimes I'll get around, sometimes I don't. Sometimes I'm gonna be like, thank you for the comments. And like, it's not the end of the world if I don't it's comment, not. if I don't heart. Can we it's live? Not. We gotta live. Right? If, if, if I get if bothered by that whole like thing. You it's know? based on a like, on a heart. Yeah. <laughs> I, I remember, like, I belonged to a, a church community a long time ago that mm -hmm. was so like, when it was contentious yeah. because if you, if somebody posted yeah. and you didn't like it or make a comment, how dare you? You're not yeah. even liking a post. And you're like, the algorithm didn't show me your post. How about that? <laughs> you're like, yeah. come on, that is not, it's not yeah. real life. Let's, yeah. let's hopefully like each other in real life. Exactly. Which I think is more important. Yeah. It's going to be, um, it's going to be okay. You know, I think is. one person got, I think I met someone in real life. Hey, I tried to, um, you don't know me, but I tried to add you. So she was like, okay. She's almost like, she's like wanted me to be like, oh, I'll add you. Like, no, I still don't know you. And I, I might not right. add you. And it's okay. You know, because <laughs> even now I, I have a bad habit of being a people pleaser. I think I get that from my mom. Yes. In terms of, yeah. Cause I also yeah. think I like to serve. Like I'm very, I, I'm, I'm natural, nurturing spirit. I love to help people. By the same point, after a while, I was like, I'm burnt out. I got to like also serve myself. Thank you. And with me, I'm teaching myself that like, it's okay that person's mad at you. Like yes, I had this thing about exactly. like, I don't like to not be liked and I don't like people who are mad at me, but Speak I have to learn to be like, it's okay. It's yes. okay. Like I'm still a good person if that person's mad at me, right? I think my biggest takeaway talking to you, and this is something that brings me joy, is just how important it is to stand in your truth and to go for what you love and to, yeah. and to, and whatever it is, your passion, your dream, like just do it. You, yeah. Just start, just start exactly. no matter how small and just, and keep going. Yeah. It's huge.
and you're not gonna know unless you actually do it. I think I, yeah. I have, like I don't want to fail. Like I make a joke about like, oh, I can't do yoga because I'm bad. Like I don't like to be bad at things. So but, like, yeah, let me give it another shot. I know I hate yoga, but like, let me just try. And if I yeah. fail, I fail. But let me like, yeah, not give up. You know, right? So, just try and then see yeah. what happens. And like, yeah. and then and learn from it because exactly. you know it's not necessarily a failure if like you couldn't do downward dog it's like oh yeah. okay this is what my body can do is there some way that i can help myself mm -hmm. or maybe i'll just go on to the next thing like oh, that's yeah, woo, that's life that's going with the flow that is following your joy yeah okay. I'm so grateful to Chi Chi for joining me at the Joywell for this conversation. It's as relevant today as ever. And I highly recommend some of the things she was talking about, including hypnotherapy. Um, like all therapies, it's therapist dependent. Um, you want to make sure that you have a good relationship with a person that you are doing hypnotherapy with, just like any other counselor, but don't discount it. It's not like you're being put into a trance and made to bark like a dog. That is not what it is. Rather, it helps you to process previous experiences and current experiences in your life in a healthier way. The second thing I'd say from this conversation is to always remember to ask for help. It's like we said earlier, Black girl magic should not negate our ability to ask for help. The magic is in us knowing for ourselves who we are and our limits and that even if we're limitless in our thinking and our doing, we shouldn't be that way at the expense of our being and existing. Because we need to be here for the magic to happen. And until we get into that ancestral realm, then we can talk about all that limitless stuff. But we need to be here right now. Because right now, here on Earth, we can't be the ones to work ourselves to death, literally. We've got to give space to our freedom, to our joy, and to our bodies so that we can be active and present in our lives, pursuing our dreams. So thank you for listening. Oh, yes. And I remembered what the name of the play was that I went to go and see earlier this year. It was actually in February, a month before lockdown happened. And the name of the play is called Stoop, a play. And it was showing at the Walker space. And the playwright is Zora Howard. Look it up. It was a comedy drama that made its world premiere through Page 73 Productions. Great play. Solid play. Loved it. And I really appreciated the opportunity to talk with the cast and the playwright um, after the play. I look forward to the day when theater can open back up in the way that it has always been meant to be experienced. But we can't get there until we can get ourselves together as a country and slow down the spread, maybe even stop the spread of the coronavirus. But until then, let's stay safe. I'll leave you with this wish that a poet colleague of mine told me. I wish you the most peace, the most love, the most safety, and the most joy today and every day. Be kind to yourselves, take care of yourselves, and remember, love joy, be joy, live joy well. You've been listening to the Joy Well Conversations, a podcast of the Joy Well. This episode was written and directed by Chisara Asimoga and produced by Adana Productions. Music is by Kevin McLeod. For more information on this podcast or the Joy Well, visit us at www.livejoywell.com or follow us on Instagram at livejoywell. Subscribe, share, leave a comment, rating, or review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. We'd love to hear from you.